You're listening to The Final Stand with Pastor John. This is Pastor John, and I'm going to talk about spirituality. Now, I'm going to be talking about it from the Christian perspective. First, I want to say that many people are actually not thinking. That is, they're only regurgitating what they've been told. I don't believe this is how God has created us to be. I believe that we were created to question things, uh, that we are not always to ride in the lines and follow the dots, but that actually we were created, since God is creative, that we're creative ourselves, and we've got to break outside of the box of the thinking that we've been told. There's a God of this world, and, and a lot of what people live and believe, even as Christians, is not Christian at all. There is a Christian dumb, and in many ways it is Christian dumb, and dumb being prefaced there in this. So I want to talk about spirituality. What does it really mean? Of course, you got to be born again if you're going to be a spiritual person, and that means you receive Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and your personal Savior. But that doesn't get you to heaven because this is a journey. It's the, the Greek word uh, that is uh, hodos, which actually means journey. Jesus said he was the way, and Literally, that way means it's a journey that leads to life. So you've got to continue to follow Christ. But let's get down in and into spirituality. Let's look at it from a biblical perspective that is a little different than most people want to take and look at. Okay. First place, I want to start off with the perspective that everything is spiritual. And you say, no, it's not. Yes, everything is. Uh, whether it's good spiritual or whether it's bad spiritual, because something's either good spiritually for you, it's bad spiritually for you, okay? Nothing is in the in the middle, because the Bible teaches us that you're either hot or cold, and if you're lukewarm, you get spit out. So you're either, you're either doing your life a, a, a service of good, or you're doing your life a disservice, and so some people want to just think that being spiritual means you pray, you read your Bible, and you don't do this and you do this. But reality, that is very limited in the, in the concepts and the understanding of spirituality. Because let's go to a scripture here, 1 Corinthians. Um, actually, which did I put this one down there? It doesn't look like I did, but I'll go ahead and, look, and put it down then. Um, hold on one second. I'm going to put this in. I'm going to put the scripture in. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Now that's Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 6.19. So let's look at that. Now this is a question that you ought to have the answer for. Okay. And he says here, do you not know, don't you have the revelation, the knowledge, the understanding, the discernment, that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, who is in you, whom ye serve, okay, and who you have received from God, and you're not your own. So, okay, your body is bought by the blood of Jesus Christ, and you don't own it, it's actually God's. So it says here, 1 Corinthians 6, 19, do you not know, don't you have the revelation, understanding, discernment, 
okay, knowledge, that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost who is in you, whom you have received from God, and ye are not your own. Wow. Okay, so, so then maybe you ought to not be living on TV dinners. And maybe you ought to not be staying up all night long. And maybe you shouldn't be giving your body carcinogens and, and synthetic and fabricated things and eating stuff that isn't good for you because God didn't create you to eat, pardon me, crap. So let's look at another scripture, okay? Now let's let's go to that, and I want to keep that scripture in mind as we, we go through this, and so I'm going to go ahead and just put this in here for you. Uh, so that's 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, 19, right? I want you not to forget this in this and so that you can put this down in your notes because I, I want to transform your life. And the Holy Spirit's come into your life to transform your life, not to leave you the same, but to transform your life, okay? And I really believe that, okay? And so let's look at this. And we're going to go to our next scripture right here and follow with me along. And here it is. It's, it's going to come from Corinthians. Now, what Paul is saying in Corinthians uh, also, he said, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. If you destroy it, God shall also destroy you. Now, that's 1 Corinthians also. And that's 1 Corinthians 3.17. So that is, go with me if you want to, 1 Corinthians 3, 17. Now, I understand, again, I think spirituality is being practical, and I understand that we're on the go and we can't always eat everything we want to eat, and I get that. But I, I So I don't want to take this scripture and use it to, to um, defeat you, but to empower you. So here he says in 1 Corinthians 3, 17, if any... Man defiles the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which is which temple ye are. Now here he's talking about with immorality, but if we're going to use common sense, okay, God doesn't want you hurting your body. So if you think it's a person that's spiritual, lives on TV dinners and junk food, that is not a sign of spirituality. Now, I don't think if you're some type of person that you think that radical asceticism is spirituality, that you think you've got to deprive yourself of anything that gives you pleasure, I don't think that's spirituality either. Uh, but I, I tell you something, there is a, a balance in here, and your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, and it, it's been purchased by the blood of Jesus, and you don't even own it. And so what you do with your body does matter. And then, yes, what? Now, again, back to this paradigm. This is the paradigm that I teach from, and that is you are a spirit wrapped in a soul living in a body. This is the paradigm of much of what I teach and preach from because it's a correct understanding. You're not a human having a spiritual experience, but you're a spirit having a human experience. So we're talking about spirituality, and we're talking about it from a world Christian view, but we're not talking about it from Christian dumb which uh, there's a lot of dumbness going on in Christianity. And so we want to discuss that. And a lot of that comes out of these de demon nations 
And uh, anyways, all right. So let's let's look at this here. So here's another thing I want to get into talking about this, discovering spirituality. So, you know, if you feel terrible, you might get grouchy. If you t- feel terrible, you may not make right decisions. So it affects you spiritually, okay? That's a reality. I'm going to go to a scripture here, another one. We use the Bible when we discuss things here. It is, um, Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy soul. Book of Matthew. Okay, so Matthew um, 22, 30. Matthew 22, 30. So look at what Jesus is saying here. And, and understand what Jesus is saying here in Matthew, um, what was it again? It's uh, 2237, 22, okay, 2237, Jesus said to him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, this is the first and greatest commandment, okay? And the word there is, and with all thy soul. Soul is your the word suke in the Koine Greek, which means your mind, your will, and your emotions. Do they have anything to do with being spiritual? Sure. Jesus said, if any man, any woman wants to come after me, he must deny himself. That, that word there is actually the word suke in the Greek, which means his mind, will, and emotions. So your mind, will, and emotions, really what that means is you, because that's the real you, your mind, your will, and your emotions. You see, you've got to deny him. So you just can't give in to candy bars and junk food, uh, you know, staying up late or not getting appropriate sleep. Listen, you're not going to think correct. And, and I'm going to tell you something, whether you know about it or not. It, you know, your brain has, a, a, you know, uh, your willpower is affected by your glucose levels. Yeah, that's right. That's science. Okay. And, um, and also, I think the term is uh, ketosis, or and there's two different types of fuel you, that your brain can can uh, run on, and one can happen if you go into fasting, and but either way, that you have to have a natural fuel to, to focus or to go in, and there's the there's a gamma, there's a gamma uh, wave, there is the the um, the alpha, and there's the beta. And to be honest, you know, when you get a lot of stuff, you're going to get it at the at the alpha. But also the the gamma is when you're really focused, okay. And if you're going to do something, you got to be uh, gamma rays and uh, gamma rays. Get your gamma part of your they call it the gamma um, part of your brain uh, waves, okay, not rays waves. So my my focus here is on on downloading some information to you that you it's been proven in science that a person's willpower is affected by the correct levels okay of correct sugars inside of your brain uh, there's lots of different types of brain uh, uh, that is uh, lots of different types of sugars and there's ones that are synthetic fabricated simulated they're not good for you and your willpower, which is what the Bible's the strongest thing a human being has, is their will. In is a human being's strongest part of them is their will in conjuncture to serving God. You're to love the Lord with all your mind, heart, soul, strength, and will. 
Okay, now the wheel actually, when it talks about the word mind, heart, and soul, it's just re-emphasizing it. Your mind, your heart, your soul. Jesus is actually breaking down what the soul is, and then he just uses the word soul. Your soul is the suke, mind, your, your, your will, and your emotions. So your will's got to be involved in this serving of God. It's a commandment of the Lord. So in case your, your mind is unrenewed and you don't understand that. So your, your soul, okay, has a will. And it's what executes things. It's what gets stuff done, whether it's good or bad. Okay, so you're making choices all the time, and you are the sum total of your choices. So I just wanted to say to you that what you eat affects you. So let's just we're just talking on spirituality. So spirituality is not just reading your Bible. It's not just praying. It's not just fasting. It's not just saying uh, no to wrong things and yes to right things. Spirituality has to do with many different things, and among some of those things is discipline. Um, discipline, Proverbs sixteen thirty two, He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth the spirit than he that taketh the city. Okay, so if you don't have discipline, that you're, you're really without hope, in fact. And it talks about that in the book of Proverbs as well. He says that. Um, Scripture and book of Proverbs says that if you have no discipline, there's no hope for you. Um, that is um, a reality that you have to have discipline. And so I, I'm, I'm talking about spirituality today. And and this is not a, a lot of what people think about spirituality. But I'll tell you something. A lot of people look at spirituality also as a random thing. They're randomly going to get healed. They're randomly going to get, someone's going to pray for them and they're going to be magically never have problems any longer with, with temptation or whatever. This is all randomness, okay? Um, they're randomly going to be successful in marriage or they're going to be randomly whatever. See, life is not random and the kingdom of God is not random and this is not biblical. And if it's not, it, it may be a, out of the, a concept from Christian dumb, but it's not biblical, and it's not thinking, and it's not questioning, and, and and this is what a person was created to do, so that they're not just a droid with a spiritual lobotomy, following the multitudes of people to 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 the to the destination of stupidity, and and we don't want to be like that. So, what we're looking at is there's got to be some type of rule. First Corinthians, uh, fourteen thirty three says, "For God is not the God." Uh, author of confusion, but of peace, uh, uh, of peace, as in all the churches. Okay, so God is not the author of confusion. Okay, it says God is the God of order, and actually does say that in uh, different translations. The word is order. It's not peace. It's the word order. Okay. And that's very interesting because if you get into like your your um, Aramaic or your deeper uh, Greeks, it's the word order there. He he, you know, cosmos, okay, order, okay. And God is not the God of confusion, and yet people live randomly in total confusion. God is a God of order, and I'm going to tell you something. Planning is something that, that is a part of order, and it's a part of being spiritual. If you're just random, then you're not getting anything done. You're not accomplishing anything. 
And you're not going to, and that, you apply that to your spiritual life and you'll go nowhere. And so I'm talking about the spirituality and we're putting, we're putting spirituality into a tangible way that you can begin to look at it. Uh, and, and this can affect you in a tangible way. So here's another scripture I want to give to you on planning. Psalms 20 verse 4, grant thee according to thine, thine heart and fulfill all thy counsels. So, so there's a scripture, Psalms 20, verse 4. He says, grant thee according to, to thine own heart, and fulfill all thy counsels. So he's saying that this person here has got some, some things in his heart, and he's got some plans. Literally, that's what it says in other translations. Plans. You know, it's not spiritual not to have a plan. That's not spiritual. If you don't have a plan, then you are planning to fail. And if you're going to succeed in life, advance, you're going to have to have a plan. You're going to have a spiritual uh, plan. The, the reason people waste time is they're random. You know, I noticed that if you go on, on uh, to YouTube, that it's, that it's random, and you could lose your way there on rabbit trails. You know, you can just go to listen to this brother on, 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 on talking about this and this brother, or you can sit there and watch some video on the news here and, and, and the news here, and pretty soon, You've lost your focus. You've lost your way. You're no longer on the path. And I'm not talking, well, you know, I'm just talking about keeping your focus. That's what I'm talking about here. And let me tell you something. Again, remember, I believe that it's, it's, it's not like just wickedness and goodness always. There's, there's, let me tell you something, but it's still not righteous. And you say, really, yes, how you use your time is either good or bad. And if you're sitting there randomly wasting your time, which obviously I'm not an advocate of, and that is a discipline of my life, that I look at the internet and I've analyzed it, and I think a lot of it's random, and I believe that uh, that the Bible says redeeming your time for the days are evil. So I think that when you go to YouTube, you ought to have a plan. Because if you don't, you're going to watch videos on on National Geographic. You're going to watch videos on the news. You're going to watch videos on conspiracy. You're going to watch videos on 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 people's crazy theological viewpoints. You're going to just you're going to watch stuff that's entertaining, which entertainment is another path and gets you off the right way. Because the entertainment just takes you down a, tr- a road that goes nowhere. It's not the right way. And as like I said, there's either the right way or the wrong way. Okay, it doesn't have to be like, uh, you know, um, I don't believe what people believe about stuff. And that is that it's either evil, evil, or it's good, good. I believe just there's things that are wasting your time. And that's not, that's spiritually not good. And that's going to hurt you. It's going to take you out. So I believe in spirituality uh, not uh, digressing from the subject, that everything is spiritual. Everything is spiritual. So how are you conducting your spiritual life? I've talked about this with people, and I believe the Lord showed this to me, and I know he did, and that is it's spiritual capacity. I asked God for a term in conjuncture to uh, this principle of Matthew, where he said, he that's faithful and little be faithful and much, and he that's faithful, uh, unfaithful and, and little be unfaithful and much. And that has to do with spiritual capacity. Your ability to grow spiritually or to die, die, or, die or to go backwards uh, spiritually are in conjuncture to your faithfulness or your lack of it. And so 
Everything you do is spiritual. There's nothing that is not spiritual in life. I'm sorry. Even if you sit down with your wife and you look for a good movie that you and her can watch that isn't going to be something that you're constantly fast-forwarding or something, it's wholesome, Whatever thinking on whatever's good or whatever's uh, um, praiseworthy or virtuous or lovely, okay? And listen, that's spiritual because you're, you're spending time with the person, whether it's your husband or your wife, that, that God has given you to love above all other people on earth. So that's a spiritual thing for you to, to um, cultivate a good relationship with your husband and wife. Now, another thing is if you've got a terrible relationship with your husband and wife, and it's because you're honorary or you don't listen, um, because you don't take input, whatever it might be, guess what? You're not spiritual. Your spirituality is actually measured by the way that you love God and love others. So you want to ask yourself, are you loving well? Because if you're not loving well, then you're not doing good spiritually. You can pray hours and fast and not do this and do this and not be a spiritual person. So how are you loving is the question that you want to ask yourself on the measure of your spiritualness. And I'm using the word spirituality as a term very genetically used to, uh, ge- generically used today. And, and I don't agree with all these types of spirituality that are out there. But I'm saying that for this show, we're using the word spirituality because spirituality, you are spiritual and therefore what you do has a spirituality to it. And it's either good or it's bad. And if your time is wasted and you're undisciplined, well, then I, you're going to have problems in your spiritual life because, again, so what, how you eat is going to affect your ability to focus. It's going to affect your, your willpower, which is going to affect what you do, okay, bad decisions. So eating is a spiritual thing. Spending time with others is a spiritual thing. If you spend time with bad people, well, that's a bad thing, and it's going to affect your spirituality. So you're a spiritual person, and you can't, therefore, cut off and isolate areas and say, this is not spiritual. That's not true. Everything's spiritual. You take a walk, that's spiritual. You get on a surfboard, that's spiritual. God created the ocean. You're, you're out there surfing. You're enjoying his creation. That's a spiritual thing. Okay, you're giving somebody counsel. That's a spiritual thing. You're eating something. Well, yes, it's a necessity, but it has a spiritual element to it. Because if you eat trash, you are going to be you're going to be affected spiritually, and the Bible says that gluttony, by the way, is a sin. That's what the Scripture says. That gluttony is a sin. By the way, that's true. So you see, people they say they're spiritual and like 350 pounds. God bless you. I love you. If that's your case, but understand that is got to do. There's a spirituality going on there. Okay, so spirituality is. Uh, got to be something d- deeper. And so you got to stop isolating this area and this segmenting this area to spirituality and start looking at yourself as a whole person, okay? And you are a spirit wrapped in a soul, living in a body. And while you're in this body, you're a custodian of this body. So these are this is this this subject today is spirituality. That's what it is. And the Christian and real spirituality, just spirituality, period, in the report. But uh, I'm, I am a Christian. I believe that's the only true spirituality. And I don't believe that's a narrow view, by the way. And I use the word Christian as a very loose term. I want to say I am uh, born again is a loose term. I am a born again Christian who believes that you need to uh, fear the Lord 
and depart from evil, and uh, that you should pursue wisdom. And so we're talking about wisdom today. This is wisdom today. Amen. So let's go on and look at some other stuff here. We, we talked about planning. We saw that God is involved in planning, and that is he can give you a plan, but you can have a plan. And then in the scriptures in, in Psalms 20, verse 4, he said that, you know, may God give you the desires of your heart and fulfill all of your plans. He wants to do that. But God can't fulfill your plans if you don't even have a plan. You know, some things God hasn't done in people's life because they failed to plan. They pl- failed to organize. Okay, and like I said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33, uh, uh, verse 33, God is not the God of confusion. If your life is just a mess, that's not God's doing. That's a lack of spirituality. You think, well, I'm spiritual and my life is a mess. No, that's a lack. Listen, I'm drinking right now uh, something that's got like, I don't know, 20, 30 different, it's like 20, 30 different servings of vegetables. I put some uh, blueberries in there, raspberries in there. I've had two uh, different pills uh, this morning that are totally organic. I don't don't not believe in taking vitamins that are not organic because they actually have solvents in them and, and glues in them and everything. And you, you're organic. This is spiritual. You're organic. So your body doesn't eat simulated, fabricated things. It doesn't eat things that are inorganic. You don't want to put dyes in your body. Why? Because... Enzymes are the building of blocks for all life, and, and, and life produces life. So if you eat dead stuff, it's not going to produce life in you, and you're, you're, you're actually hurting yourself, okay? And so we want to eat living things, and we want to eat stuff that's good. So I'm doing practical things so that my mind is clear. I'm drinking these natural things. In fact, I've got like three or four different types of health food things that I take. I've got, like my wife says, i got so many vitamins, it's incredible. But I believe in taking good vitamins. Yeah, why? Because, if, if, listen, I'm doing a program right now. I'm lucid, aren't I? I'm able to keep on the subject. I'm not, uh, you know, I, I, I'm able, you know, I've been... Uh, uh, delineating uh, that what I've just delineated is clear okay but my brain is working okay and I'm doing the things to keep it working so that I can fulfill my ministry as a, as a pastor amen and uh, I, I can do that effectively and as a, as a person who has their doctorate in theology you know those things are things that I got there they don't mean bow diddly or doodly squat to be honest but they're like money they're useful but in order to do uh, things in this world, sometimes it's good to have some of that stuff, right? But you got to be purposeful, intentional in life. Life is, is not accidental or incidental, and it's not random. And what happens to you shouldn't happen at the flip of a coin. So you ought to be thinking about what you're doing and planning and, and disciplining yourself so that you know, I get up, I go to the gym. I was going to go to the gym and I was actually going to get on like a, a not a treadmill, but like a, a elliptical bike. And I was look, thinking about riding on that elliptical bike for like two hours. That's crazy, isn't that? That's right. And then I go to the gym and I try to work out for two hours weightlifting. That's a lot of working out. That's right. But you know something, the body, when, when, whenever Paul was writing, to the people that he wrote to, and he, he told Timothy that bodily exercise profits little. He actually was saying the truth because those people were living in a hunter-gatherer society. A lot of people had their own gardens. They worked hard physically. So 
they in a hunter-gatherer society as they went ahead and they discovered bones of people that were four to five thousand years old they noticed they didn't have any disease in them and they thought that was very odd because they thought they should but they have no diseases in well you know they were living a hunter-gatherer life what were they doing they would go out for days hunting uh for for their food uh, through rivers up mountains down mountains through streams and so they're working their cardiovascular and their respiratory system okay and then a gather, they were eating things from the, I think it's seven elements of the earth, which this is a, you're actually got that inside of your body. And, you know, you need your nutrients and you, you need your, uh, you know, all of the different elements. I can't think of it all right now, but it's, you know, you need your nutrients, your, your vitamins, your minerals, correct? You need all of that in your body so you can operate correctly. This is the truth. Then you can preach better. You can articulate and elaborate and and, and uh, pontificate good. And your brain's on track. Why? Because you're taking care of your body. Okay. So, do you think God wants you to do mediocre stuff? No. I had a, a prophet one time prophesied. He said he saw the, a vision of me, and over the top of the house that I was running, I was a part of the ministry, and I ran a, a Christian ministry home, which was IHS Ministries. And he said he saw the over the top of the house a banner, and it said excellence. See, I believe in doing things excellent. Why? Do you think God wants you to do things mediocre and, and that you leave your life to the flip of a coin and randomly live? That's not spiritual. So maybe you need to take some responsibility in how you live spiritual. Okay? All right. So that so spiritual people have a balance to them. They're not sitting down watching videos for 10 hours. They're not sitting there eating ho-hos all day long. They're not speaking in tongues and then and then uh, sleeping in until 12 o'clock in the day. This, this is not a spiritual person. This is the evidence that the person is not spiritual. So being spiritual is being whole. In fact, one of the words in, from the Bible, salvation, has to do with the word wholeness. Did you know that? That's actually in the etymology of the word salvation, healing. All of these words have to do with the word whole, whole. God, being spiritual means you're a whole person, your mind, your will, your emotions. So you're going to be taking care of yourself and stewarding what God has given to you. It really makes sense if you're a responsible person, not trying to lie to yourself, that you ought to be a good steward of what God has given to you. Uh, uh, that is the mind that he's given to you. Um, you steward the way, what you say with your words. You, you steward the time that you have. You steward the body that you're in. All of this has to do with wisdom, and all of this has to do with being spiritual. So that's the subject today, spirituality and how it really is practical and affects you. And we need to look at spirituality uh, in, a, in a Christian biblical way this way. So anyways, that's the show and the program today. I know that's a uh, little different than I usually do, but again, this is my podcast, and we're going to go in different areas because as as a person that's pastored throughout my life, uh, who's who's uh, done enough studying that uh, I have a doctorate, I want to tell you something. I haven't lived. Uh, um, I, I I'm not. I live purposeful, intentional. I believe God is a God of plan. Planning, he planned the universe. I believe that God is a part, very creative. I believe we can be creative and think outside of the box and not have to always ride inside the lines. 
But I think that, that that true spirituality questions things. So I'm saying things you may have never heard about spirituality before, because I believe being a real Christian, the term Berean is used a lot of times. They he that Paul said he was he commended the Bereans because they actually studied scriptures to see if what he was saying was true. Listen, you should be thinking, not just 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 reacting. You should be. Uh, and I believe a Christian should always think when, when a pastor just wants you to follow him and, and then you've got a guru. If you've got, you know, I, I'll say this about people who follow Calvinism. They're basically not thinkers. They're un, unintelligent. I was a Calvinist at one time. But Calvinism is putting your brain, um, just like putting your brain in jail. You know, it, it, it isn't thinking. It isn't researching. It isn't questioning. It is just going along. Every Calvinist has a Calvinist guru, uh, Sifu master, you know, uh, uh, that, that's like a cult leader. And, and these people don't think because if you think objectively, you can't believe Calvinism. So Calvinism is, in a sense, is brain damage. Okay, it's brain damage. It's not living responsibly, taking uh, accountability for your actions. It's blaming things. A lot of people want to do that with the, blaming everything on the devil or the flesh. Instead of understanding that you are your mind, will, and emotions, and you make the decisions. And uh, that's how life is. And God's put that power in your hands. And what you do with your life determines what direction you're going in. So, Again, this is Pastor John, and thank you for watching. That is this. This is not watching. It's kind of nice. I didn't have to shave today or comb my hair to do my program. Already been up seven o'clock. Did a Bible study prayer meeting at the house. Do it seven days a week. That's discipline. I do that because that's discipline. Already was up praying before I came out to the Bible study. Okay, that's called discipline, planning, tactics, strategies. Okay. You know, and uh, I'm going to leave it at that today. God bless you. Shalom.